Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, I'm going to be talking about my crystal immersion method. This is a comprehensive approach to learning about crystal healing that I developed as part of my work at the Love and Light School. So we're going to talk about the three key pillars to this crystal immersion method, why they're so important when it comes to learning about crystals as well as for your spiritual development. But before we get started, I want to answer one of our listener questions. So remember, you can submit your own questions anytime at loveandlightschool.com slash ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. Today's question comes from Taryn John. Taryn says, hi, Ashley. I am so enjoying your podcast. I listen to it every morning on the way to work. I have two questions I'd like to ask if I may. I make beaded jewelry for myself, and I have a number of necklaces made with crystal beads, ranging from Labradorite to Onyx to Turquoise to Carnelian, etc., to name a few. I was wondering if I should keep these necklaces out of my bedroom and only keep crystals in my bedroom that enhance the peace of my space and promote peaceful, calm sleep. Am I having too much energy in my bedroom, and should I keep them all elsewhere in order to enjoy more peaceful sleep? Taryn, this is a great question, and it really kind of comes down to your personal experience. So how do you feel if you're really taking good care of yourself throughout the day, you limit your screen time at night, you do all kinds of great things um, to help you feel relaxed before you go to bed? and you get in bed. So if you have one of those really good days where you can rule out kind of anything else that might be disturbing your sleep, when you get into bed on a day like that, how does the energy in your space feel to you? If it feels overwhelming and you're pretty sure it's coming from your crystals, then you may want to consider moving them somewhere else. But if you get in your space and you feel pretty darn good, I think it's okay to leave your necklaces in the space. I personally have all of my necklaces, and of course many of these, in fact most of them, contain all different kinds of crystals, hanging on a cute little jewelry hook display on the wall in my bedroom. So my crystal jewelry is all hanging there, and for me it's something I'm used to, it doesn't really seem to bother me, and as long as I'm keeping my space clear and I'm doing all my good bedtime rituals, I personally haven't noticed much of a problem. So I would say if you fall into that camp and you're okay, then there's no harm in leaving those right where they are. In fact, I really like having my things out like that. I can really appreciate them. And sometimes I'll even take a necklace or two and put them on my bedside table if I want to bring those energies into the dream space. Taryn goes on to say, my second question is what do you use to store all your crystals in? I like to keep them labeled so that I know which crystal is which, even though I've come to know them all quite well enough to tell them apart from each other. However, it can get a bit confusing, especially with the black stones like onyx, jet, and shungite. 
Taryn, you are definitely right about this one. So I'm going to give you a piece of advice that is going to sound a little strange, and it's not something I've really heard any other crystal healers recommend. I store my crystals in plastic bins. I get the ones that have different compartments in them. Um, They're usually used for beads. In fact, since you make beautiful jewelry, you probably have a few of these containers lying around already. But I use these and I number all the little compartments and I put my crystals in those compartments and then I have a little note card that is numbered and then it has the name of the crystal and any extra information like where I got that crystal, where it originates from. Sometimes I know just the country, sometimes I know down to the specific mine, when and where I got it. Uh, its chemical composition, and then any special notes, like if there's anything in particular I need to be aware of, like if I need to wash my hands after handling it, or if it's particularly fragile, something like that. So all of this information goes on the little note card, which is numbered, and I keep the note cards alphabetically organized. That way, if I'm looking for all my celestite crystals, say, I can go straight to the C part of my note cards, look up celestite, and then pull them out of the numbered compartments that match all the note cards. Now, I know that this sounds excessive and a little bit nerdy, but I'm going to tell you when you have literally thousands and thousands of crystals, you need a way to really catalog them. Now, do I recommend that everybody have this many crystals? Of course not. But for my work teaching, making videos, taking photos for Instagram and teaching materials, I need quite a lot so I can show some really good examples of different stones. But if you have just a few crystals to manage, when I first started, I used to keep them in pouches. And in fact, I had color corresponding pouches for each of the chakra centers. So I had red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet, as well as black and white. And I stored my crystals in those different pouches. Now this works great for tumbled zones, not so much for your more fragile clusters. Those I would just store on a shelf out in the open. But like you said, it can be a little difficult sometimes with some of those crystals getting mixed up and then you can't remember which is which. So that's where a compartment system of organizing comes in really handy. Now, the reason I said you might be surprised that I recommended storing them in plastic storage bins is this is not a common practice. Most people recommend keeping your crystals in natural materials. And I get, on the one hand, yeah, I like surrounding myself with natural materials. I much rather wear natural cloth and have wooden furniture than a lot of plastics. However, when we think about storing our crystals, we're often considering energy. Natural materials are more conductive, which means energy can pass through them more easily than in materials like plastics. So when I was considering storing my crystals for the purpose of not only organization, but also keeping them a little bit clearer and free from outside energies, it did make sense to use a non-conductive material like plastic. So one other reason to consider that. Now, I do recommend looking up some plastic containers that contain some post-consumer waste. You can find them on the market. They're a little bit more challenging to find, and I have seen in recent years some that are made out of bamboo, which is really great. Um, A lot of times you can find divided containers that are made for 
small trinkets or silverware or things like that made out of bamboo, which is somewhat renewable. So this is also a really good option. And because you brought up something really specific here, Taryn, which is how particularly the black stones can be more difficult to identify, I do have a great video on my YouTube channel. You can find me on youtube.com slash user slash crystal healer Ashley L. Um, you can also find a link to the YouTube channel um, by going to loveandlightschool.com, scrolling down to the website footer and clicking the link to YouTube there. But once you do find my YouTube channel, you can look up a video, how to identify your black tumbled stones. This will give you some tips and tricks for telling apart some of the most common black tumbled crystals like black onyx, black obsidian, jet, black tourmaline, and what to kind of look for and how to tell these stones apart. Well, I hope that helps you, Taryn, with your question. If you have some questions that you'd like me to answer for you about crystals, spirituality, or anything else, let me know over at loveandlightschool.com ask. I'll actually be opening enrollment to my crystal healing certification program in just a few weeks. This is a special early enrollment that will have a huge saving for people who are on our early bird wait list. And we want to make sure that all of our VIPs out there listening to the podcast episodes are on our list for this crystal healing certification program open enrollment um, because this will be the only way to get our special pricing on this program and you'll be one of the first to get through the door. So this is a really exciting program that we only offer twice a year um, and I just can't wait to share it with you and kind of get started with a new round and new semester full of amazing new students. And I just wanted to share a quick interview with one of our students. This is an interview with the amazing Beatrice B, who is a recent graduate of my CCH program. I'd like you to listen to Beatrice's story because I think it's one that really reflects some of the types of changes and transformations that are possible when you really take some time to focus on your own connection with spirit and your work with crystals. And of course, after this short interview with Beatrice, we'll turn our attention back to our main topic for the day, our crystal immersion method. I heard about the program through Facebook, through um, an acquaintance of mine, Sharon McGregor, who's a medium that lives not too far from me. And I've met her a few times and she's awesome. And when I saw her post it, I had a little voice in my head to, you know, to look at and check it out. So I did. And uh, I really liked what I read and what I saw about the program. And that's what made me decide to sign up. And as a matter of fact, when I first signed up, I signed up only for the CCH program. And then uh, again, I had that little voice in my head saying, no, 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 you got to sign up for both. So I ended up signing up for both at the same time. I didn't think I had any intuition, to be honest with you. And after all the exercises that were brought forward by Ashley into the program, and by doing these exercises, I started, my intuition started to 
come. And as a matter of fact, at one point in the course, I even sent Ashley a message saying, I'm having problems with my intuition. And she had posted um, an intuition uh, body grid um, to do with the crystals. So I started doing that nightly and it, uh, it expanded my intuition and now it's just overflowing. I love it. Like I can feel, I can sense, I sense, I feel, and it's, it's incredible, incredible feeling. It is so hard to explain into words how I feel inside. It has expanded my my world, my visions, my um, goals, and it's it's been wonderful. It's been a wonderful journey, and like I said previously, I wish I had done this like 20, 30 years ago. It's 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 a wonderful feeling, wonderful feeling. That student community is unbelievable. They, I love them. I love everybody in it. Like the support that we get and the encouragement. Um, I, I don't even consider it a community. I consider it a family. Everybody that is on there, like so heartfelt messages and how we are all there for each other. If anybody's having problems or or is stuck on something and the encouragement and the advice, it's, it's none, none other. I've never seen um, a community like that considering it's on Facebook and it's actually like online doesn't feel that way. Cause you actually feel like I actually feel I have a connection to the students. Like they are, they are my friends. They are my family. Ashley and her whole staff has been wonderful in giving us the attention that if there's ever had any problems like technical issues or anything like that or any questions, if I had any questions in regards to the course, it was answered right away, um, you know, and, and provided solutions or different ways of, you know, attacking the problem or finding a solution. Ashley is amazing, amazing in, in answering questions and, uh, and also to give you that little boost if you ever start doubting yourself. And then those are some of the tools that I find credible for this course that um, Ashley provides for us to give us feedback and to help us and, you know, to, to make our, our journey easier and much more pleasant. <laughs> the class material is unbelievable. I, my binder, I got a five inch binder and it's completely full. And that is just from the handout sheets and the slideshows. That's it. Like the class material is beyond this world. She has done like, um, so much work and you can tell her passion in the material that is brought forward on, for this course um, answers all our like 
any question that anybody has in regards to crystals and crystal energy and how to work with crystals and is is all answered in this course and the material the material are an A++ the way they are brought out the way they are are presented um, I, I can't even see her making it any better than what it is because I'm I'm now an alumni. Um, I'm able to go back and you know still view the course uh, maybe a year from now, two years from now, and see how it's progressed any further. Like from the feedback that I've gotten from other students that has taken this course previously, um, it's it's. It's telling me how much work she's put into it to make it the way it is now. I'm more intuitive um, with people. I sense more of their energy. I before never used to sense anybody's energy or anything. Now I'm able to sense energy coming from people that I'm I interacting with, which is so new to me and so wonderful, like such... It has broadened my whole outlook. I never knew anything about, you know, uh, manifesting and make doing intentions with grids. So, and I've started doing that. Like I did, I did, um, I took Ashley's grid course and I started gridding. It's wonderful. Like if anything that I've been setting my intentions for or manifesting is actually happening. Like right now it's the house. I have a grid on my altar right now with the picture of the house and, and I've got a malachite on top and I've got some citrines and some nephrite jades around it. And and uh, you know, fingers crossed, and but it's all falling into place, and it happened so fast. So that's another aspect of how to use the crystals that have helped me. Also, I never knew how to use crystal on the body, how that can be helpful. And like, for instance, I use Ashley's intuition, um, where we place. Uh, the azurite and the apatite and the amethyst on the forehead. And that, I I tell you, I find that by doing that nightly is what opened my intuition. So it does work. Feeling the energy of crystals. I never knew one could do that. And now I can actually, when I go to a crystal store, I could pick up a crystal and actually feel the energy of that crystal or not feel it knowing this is not the one for me. Before, I was always into crystals because like, I, I love the beauty of them. And of course, I would you know go and get the one that I was attracted to and I would purchase it. Now, when I sit down with that particular crystal, I can feel its energy. That is new to me. So that's expanded how I was able to learn through this course. The hesitation that I had to begin with was, can I do this? Do I have the time to do it? And the good thing about this course is that there's no time limitation. You do it at your own pace. You do it when you can. There's not a set schedule that, okay, our graduation is December 5th. You have to graduate that day or else too bad, so sad. 
you graduate, when you're done the course, it could be a, you know, a month from now, it could be two months from now, it could be a year from now. That is one of the good things about this course that um, made me decide, okay, I, I can do this, even if I don't do it in their time, I, you know, eventually we'll finish it. And I actually surprised myself that I did stay on target with the course. Um, I didn't think I, I would be able to, but because the course is so interesting and so evolving and it just like, I, I couldn't get enough. I couldn't get enough. So yeah, that, I tell you, there's, there was a lot of two, three o'clock in the morning readings because <laughs> I just couldn't get enough. Another thing that kind of was deterring me from it in the beginning was I didn't know if I had the intuition. I didn't think I was an intuitive person at all. I didn't think that I could ever feel, you know, the energies and the crystals or anything like that. I knew I had something inside of me. I just didn't know how to bring it out. If anybody wants to take this course and would ask me, I would say absolutely 110%. You have to take the course. Like until you do, you'll never know. You'll never know. I was very um, somewhat skeptical as to whether, oh, you know, does it really work? And now I can fully, fully say that it it does work. I, I work at a in a cardiology clinic. So some some patients will come and say, Oh, you're a crystal fanatic. And I'll look at them and now I can actually say, No, I am a certified crystal healer. <laughs> but then I've got I get these patients it's like oh my God, you're into crystals, so am I. And, you know, and, and, and we get, we get uh, talking about different crystals and the energies. And a year ago, I wouldn't have been able to do that because I didn't understand about the energies of the crystals and anything of that sort. But I mean, that's all of what life is all about is learning and always keep learning and evolving and that's exactly what this course has done for me. It's evolved me to what I am today, which is a totally different person than I was as of September before I started this course. I've evolved so much since taking this course. It's even my family, my children especially, notice such a big change in me. So if you, if anybody has any second thoughts about the course, I would recommend that this is what your your intentions are and you really want to do, then this is the course they need to get into is Ashley uh, CCH course. That's definitely the one. A big thanks to Beatrice for taking the time to do that interview with me. Thank you so, so much, Beatrice. I really appreciate everything that you had to share. And now it's time to dig into the crystal immersion method. This is a comprehensive approach to crystal healing that I've developed here at the Love and Light School. I get to teach people all over the world about crystals. It's something I am so, so passionate about. And so I really thought, 
what are some of the most important things, other than, of course, all the skills and techniques and modalities that I can really teach people when it comes to working with crystals? And it really boiled down to three core pillars. So I know from experience that when you develop these three key areas, this is really important for your spiritual development and growth, as well as your journey in becoming a crystal healer. These three key pillars really set the foundation for your work with crystals. So each part of my crystal immersion method focuses on one of these key pillars to help prepare you for your journey. And it's my hope that if you can develop these pillars within yourself, you'll be better able to connect with your crystals, you'll develop your healing skills, and you'll feel more comfortable and confident when working with your stones. So let's dig into these three pillars as well as some crystals you can use to help you develop them inside of yourself. So the very first pillar is intuition. So developing your intuition is the first pillar that you need to master to deepen your connection to crystals and to the world around you. If you're a spiritual person like me, you know how important your intuition is and what a big influence it has on your life. When you're really tuned in intuitively, you can receive these messages that the universe has for you and then act upon that guidance. So learning to listen to your intuition is the first step to becoming a better healer. Remember, your intuition is the most important asset that you have in your spiritual journey. And as long as you listen to your inner guidance, you can't go wrong. So I want to share with you some of my favorite crystals for developing your intuition. There's, of course, amethyst, which is the beautiful purple variety of quartz that everyone knows and loves. There's azurite, which is a brilliant blue. It's a great third eye opener and intuition awakener. There's charawite, which is a beautiful swirling purple, as well as lapis lazuli, one of my favorites. I have a little lapis generator right here that I actually keep on my desk while I'm doing any type of creative projects, um, and it's always handy for my meditations because I really like to see what will come through from my intuition during my meditation time. You can also work with sodalite, which many people actually often confuse for lapis, but sodalite has a lot more veins of white through it and it lacks the gold shimmery pyrite that lapis has. And finally, you can work with purple sugilite. Now, one way to work with these crystals for intuition is just to place them over your third eye chakra for about 10 to 15 minutes to let them gently open this intuitive center. Your third eye is directly connected to your intuition. So by placing a crystal there, it helps activate and awaken your intuitive center. Now, the second pillar in my crystal immersion method, number two, is compassion. So holding compassion for yourself and others is the second pillar in my crystal immersion method. This is where you really kind of step up your game as a spiritual being, as a healer, as a light worker, by learning to truly be of service to others while still taking good care of yourself and having firm boundaries. So this pillar is all about empowering others to take charge of their own healing and supporting them while they're on their journey at the same time that you're opening your heart to the fullest. You can really embrace compassion in your life by focusing on two things, forgiveness and gratitude. 
cultivating both of these is a really important part of creating space in our lives for our compassion to blossom and thrive. So focusing on forgiveness and gratitude has a way of expanding our heart centers and helping us feel supported and connected to the world around us. So some crystals for compassion are emerald, the beautiful green variety of beryl, pink calcite, and this can be pink mangano calcite, which has the light pink swirly bands, or it could be cobaltoan calcite or cobalto calcite, which is kind of a magenta pink. You can also work with pink opal, often comes from Peru or Argentina, rhodochrosite, which I have here, which is often found in these beautiful swirling bands. So gorgeous, gorgeous rhodochrosite crystals, excellent crystal for compassion. You can also work with rhodonite, which people often get confused with rhodochrosite, but rhodonite has often these kind of black swirls in it. So it varies a little bit from the lacy rhodochrosite. Then there's also rose quartz, and I have a great big rose quartz crystal here. This one has been cut and polished into a double terminated wand. Um, but the crystals that you work with, the size isn't really so important. You can work with a small tumbled stone like this, which is often more convenient, or you can keep larger crystals like this in your environment to remind you to act with compassion. So one way to work with these stones really easily, especially these smaller stones, um, or something convenient like jewelry, is to just wear a necklace made of one of these crystals on a long chain over your heart chakra center. And this helps fill this center with the energy of kindness and compassion all day long. Now finally, our third and final pillar in the crystal immersion method is confidence, right? So we had intuition, compassion, and finally confidence. Building confidence in your healing skills and in your spiritual work is the third and final pillar. By developing your intuition and then creating space to support others through compassion, you're able to let your confidence skyrocket like never before. And this pillar is all about acknowledging your own gifts and letting your light shine out into the world because you're finally aligned with your soul path, with your life's purpose, your soul calling. Building confidence can really help you overcome blocks that are holding you back from embracing your soul path and living your life to the fullest. So by developing your confidence, you help get back into alignment with what you know in your heart you're supposed to be doing. So some crystals to help boost your confidence are citrine, which is one of my personal favorites, clear quartz, like this guy here, could be a rough kind of natural crystal, or you could even work with something like a Lemurian quartz crystal. You could also work with Golden Tiger's Eye for boosting your confidence. You could try pyrite. I have a really gorgeous specimen of pyrite here from Peru. You could also work with Red Garnet, which is one I'm wearing right now, or Rutilated Quartz. So you can work with freeform shapes, you can again work with generators. It's totally up to you how you'd like to incorporate these crystals. But a really easy way to work with these stones is just to carry them in your purse or pocket. So for this, I love a good old fashioned tumbled stone. Now when you're carrying these crystals on your person or in your handbag, you can take them out and hold them in your hands just for a moment anytime you need a quick, supportive confidence boost. 
I hope this has helped explain my three methods to the crystal immersion method. Remember, we have intuition, compassion, and confidence. Developing these can help you transform your life into something that feels so much more in alignment with your soul path. Thank you so much for watching. I am Ashley Levy of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. And if you'd like to continue your crystal journey, I would love to have you join me for my upcoming crystal healing certification program. We'll be opening enrollment very, very soon. So be sure to get on the wait list at crystalhealerschool.com. Thanks so much and crystal blessings. Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com.